Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, welcome, welcome. Good to have you back at the Better Sundays podcast. This is Mike Holmes here from Sinclair Baptist Church and got some really interesting stuff today. A lot of people ask, and we've been listening, they say, how do you do things? Many of the phone calls that we do with our academy and our coaching and counseling type things are just really the questions like, explain to me how it works on a Sunday morning. What's it look like? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Longer format, but I know you're going to enjoy it. So uh, thanks uh, so much for taking time to listen. listen. Uh, We want to be an inspiration to you and help you to excel. And I'm sure uh, this one is going to give you a multitude of ideas of things to work with. So without further ado, let's jump into this uh, long format training here today. And I think you're going to enjoy it quite a bit. God bless. All right, Mike Holmes here at 5 Minutes to Better Sundays, and welcome. Good to have you on board. Uh, Today our 5-minute lesson is going to be longer than 5 lesson. One of the biggest questions we get in the area of family solutions is, how is your Sunday morning kids program structured? Uh, So I want to go through some of the things, some of the details that we have, and it's just too hard to do it in short format, so I thought I'd spend a little bit more time with you. Um, Anyway, welcome aboard. Uh, Again, thanks for listening to the 5 Minutes to Better Sunday podcast, and uh, when this is all done, if you think it's worth uh, sharing, please do so. Uh, And then if you can go over to iTunes there and give us a five-star review, uh, we appreciate that very much. Uh, There's always uh, plenty of other resources at reachkeep.com, so uh, take a look over there. But let's talk now about some Sunday morning structure. The first thing I want to talk about is is that your Sunday morning is the front door of your church. This is where people come and visit. And if you are serious about reaching young families, and that's really what we're talking about here, how to have better Sundays that really include, you know, bringing in new people and especially young families. If you are serious about bringing in new young families, then one of the things you've got to really grab hold of is their first impression uh, of your church is going to be on a Sunday morning. Now, there obviously will be other impressions that they have had before that, from friends inviting them and talking about it, to obviously them looking at your website, and uh, this is not the scope of what we're talking about right now, Um, but for the most part, they're going to come on a Sunday morning, and this is where it's going to be. Families uh, like to come to church together. This is something that, especially with new young families, you're going to find that they want to be together with their kids. They want to have a kind of a, a uh, you know church experience, and many times they're trying to get their kids to behave better, or they're trying to rescue a marriage, or just you know beef up the whole family thing. And so they're coming to church and they're coming together. And so the idea of having something that is kind of cohesive and all, you know, put together and organized, uh, you know, for a family is important. And I'm sure you've listened to some of our other podcasts on family solutions where we've talked about, you know, the training that goes on for parents and the idea of 
talking to your children about, or talking to the congregation about what the children are being taught and those kind of things. But this is the uh, important uh, portion of this, uh, where we talk about the actual structure. And while we get into the structure, I just don't want you to forget that uh, this has got to be your best stuff. This has got to be where you put a lot of emphasis. This is not a secondary type of thing. In fact, if you're going to reach young families, uh, it's going to take a lot of work. Um, it's uh, and what, This is one of those areas where having a top-notch children's program uh, is going to really help you. Now, we'll talk about staff in a moment and how to make some of that happen. Um, but we want to get into kind of the, the classroom structure uh, and sort of things that go on and, and some things that would be helpful to you in the practical sense. So let's first of all talk about the, uh, you know, how it is when the kids come into a program. Um, we're speaking now of a either a Sunday school program or a junior church type program that is run during a Sunday morning service. Now, what I'm going to talk about really applies to both of those there are some ways that we prefer to do it uh, but a lot of people doing it other ways and so this is kind of the idea of you know make it fit where it's going to fit for you um, and you might be short on staff and again we'll talk about that in a second but you've got to figure out uh, you know what you're what you're going to do and just do it with zeal and, and full excitement. So we start out with a, uh, we have a structure, and we call it small group, large group, small group. And uh, this would be uh, kind of during, again, the Sunday school time or junior church time. And we have a uh, smaller groups where when kids are coming in, they go to a smaller area where they would be kind of an age-graded type of thing. So, you know, you'd have all your kindergartners go to a table and all your, uh, you know, second, third graders go to a table. Uh, you know, the older uh, junior-age kids, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, you know, kind of go to a table area or to a, a room. We like to do it in a open room format where we have a larger room and the kids all are still in the same room so they can still see a brother or sister. Remember, a lot of these are brand new people and they're kind of a little skittish in the first place. So we send them uh, into separate age grade things and they do a what we call an early arriver activity. This is something that is very hands-on, very low commitment, very much kind of attractional stuff for kids so that as people are coming in, we're not exactly starting it like 9.30 on the dot or whatever. You'll have kids coming in we'll say at 9.15 to 9.20, 9.30, and 9.35, 9.40, you know, they kind of spread across, and this is a, like assuming you start at 9.30. We have this early arriver activity that starts, and our teachers are there. It starts a good 10 to 15 minutes ahead of time for our early kids, and the early arriver activity goes just a little bit longer uh, than when the church time starts or the Sunday school time starts and at uh, maybe up to 940 and they do uh, some crafts and they do uh, the, sometimes we have some snacks available at that time and uh, they do you know some coloring or you know, they do something very simple where they can kind of come in the teachers get to know their name and find out who they are um, you know and all that now we do a registration process which we've covered in a different podcast uh, that has to do with security and how we check kids in um, but at this point all the kids are checked in 
and they are in a smaller group thing and some of your best teachers here now are your uh, you know early arriver people who really know how to welcome kids and kind of get them involved and you know give them some crayons or give them a little toy or give them a little something to work with and kind of warm up to them that type of thing we move from that into a large group time which is a, a little bit more where they would go into a different room all together and sit down and there is a more of a presentation style program that happens there for about 20 minutes this is where they do some singing and this is where there is some uh, you know larger presentation of the big concept that is going to uh, be taught um, the character based quality is going to be presented during that time that the kids are going to be learning and they actually will uh, you know get a, a lesson about it they'll sing about it they'll uh, talk about it but it's more of a what we would call a platform uh, a platform type program so you have a person that is running that uh, along with just a few key staff people and the other early arriver people are just sitting with the kids and doing the crowd control and the being with them and always maintaining uh, you know the good uh, ratios of approximately 10 to 1 uh, if you get too far out of whack on ratios where you have way too many kids per you know trained teacher um, parents will get skittish and they they won't come back uh, because you're kind of violating uh, a social norm that they're used to uh, so basically you've got this large group time it ends with some singing and uh, you know again a little bit more raw rock you know some of the fun stuff from there they go back to a small group setting with their original teacher and the application of the lesson is put together uh, and made. So they talk about, for example, someone might uh, in the large group act out the story of David and Goliath and kind of, you know, have some little bit of action and some stuff that keeps the kids, you know, interested. And then when they go to the small group, the teacher would have some questions about David and Goliath and what lessons were learned and, you know, where was the faith and, you know, what, you know, truths are here and some of that uh, at the age-graded system. So that's what we mean by large group, small group, or small group, large group, small group. In the small group, in that second one, after they wrap up the the whole thing with, you know, the application and talk to the kids and, you know, kind of get some of that. That's where then they would have a prayer time and they would get to know the kids in a little bit better way. That first small group time is is kind of just sort of getting to know them a little bit about them, uh, you know, getting to know their names and their siblings' names and parents' names and things along that line. The, you know, the second uh, portion, the second small group one is where they get to know their needs. They get to know what is what is going on uh, in their heart and in their life and uh, things like that. And they share a little bit more. So that is how all that works. We run that program and it lasts about one hour, which corresponds with our adult program that is running at the same time. So that is that is basically the structure uh, that is right there uh, that makes the, you know, sort of how things go. Now, um, 
one of the things you might be asking is like, where do you get the people to run all this? And uh, so that's really, really a good question. Uh, if you're going to reach a lot of young families, you're going to spend a lot of time training people and having dedicated workers that are really in their proficiency. And what we have found with the small group, large group, small group, is that you will have, uh, there's really about three categories of people that it takes to kind of get the thing going. One is a person, the small group person, is someone who's very personable and really loves children and really is able to talk to children and open up to them and get them to say things and, you know, things along that line. The large group person is somebody who is much more of a platform person, good teacher usually, a storyteller, uh, and they may or may not, you know, have the skills of, of being able to talk to children one-on-one, but their main job is to be able to, you know, kind of hold the attention of a crowd and, and uh, you know, come up with a good lesson. The third category of people are uh, your kind of your check-in people and your administrative people that kind of move the kids back and forth and around. And uh, we have a variety of different folks that work for that. So uh, here's the question, where do you get the, the staff? Well, first of all, we run a very different format than a lot of churches. Um, spoken about this before on our uh, Reaching Young Families online class. We have an entire module uh, that deals with uh, what we call, it's called the hardest part. It's kind of a, a structural change in the way a lot of churches, uh, you know, run things. And that is we run a Sunday school program during church. So we run our best kids program during our best adult program. And then we run it again. So we do an adult program, Sunday morning service, and simultaneously parents can drop their kids off. Their kids are getting a very highly staffed program. you know, Sunday school program, a lot of workers, a lot of, a lot of excitement, a lot of dedication. Then we run the whole thing again. And the people that taught in Sunday school the first time come to church the second time uh, and worship. And the people that, uh, uh, you know, have worshiped the first time, then uh, we vo- they're volunteers and they help out and they teach the second time. So we actually have two sets of people that teach classes and they're coordinated. They all work together and know what each of them are, are doing. Uh, you know, so some of them are like, Again, a little bit more of the, the small group and the large group uh, kind of skills that are there. Uh, and when we have a person that kind of oversees that and makes sure it's all coordinated. Uh, so uh, everybody gets to go to church and everybody gets to serve. And then the, the pastor, that's you know me in this case, uh, I get to preach twice. And that's no problem for me. And I'm telling you, once we started this format and actually... We started this format from the beginning. We did not uh, start running two services because we had uh, too many people. Uh, We're a church plant. We didn't have hardly anyone. We started running two services because we wanted to be able to give moms and dads absolutely the best program for their kids while they were uh, while they were right there you know, doing the worship service together. And there's lots more to that in our online course. You can, uh, if you're not a member of our online course and have not signed up for that yet, um, you can find that at reachingyoungfamilies.com and learn all about that. It is a full-blown college-level kind of course. I mean, it costs a lot of money to go through, uh, but it is very thorough and will help you and your church just really excel. And all the training modules are really for not necessarily individuals they're for everybody they're for for training your people so um so that's how we get our staff what it does is it gives us a a huge amount of volunteers 
Uh, so we have lots of volunteers, and uh, when people join our church, uh, we recruit them right away. We just basically tell everybody, hey, everybody's going to be involved. So uh, we do have volunteers all over the place, and uh, works very well. Uh, so want to make uh, that a suggestion for you uh, to give that a give that a try. Um, let's talk a little bit more about some of the Sunday morning structure, uh, some of the things that uh, that go on. Um, we talked about using you know people in their gifts and all that thing. One of the things we've also found is not only having people uh, that are you know dedicated to a specific type of teaching, but we try to have our rooms be dedicated. So we have a large group room um, with some carpet circles on the ground. The kids can sit on the floor and, and talk. We have some tables in some of the corners so that uh, some of our older folks that uh, couldn't get up and on and off the floor very easy, uh, they are there and they uh, sit at those tables and do the teaching. So we have a larger room for that and then we break out into uh, a different room for our large group room. It has a, a little stage, a little elevated, uh, only about four or five inch thing uh, on one end. Uh, it's a little bit more uh, long and skinny, and it kind of works a little bit better towards the presentation. Um, it's got the lighting is a little bit different, and uh, some of that. So it's a dedicated room. One of the other things we have done is we have named those rooms, and uh, so that's just kind of our, our first one is uh, the, where everybody meets in is called City Hall, and uh, we kind of created a, a little thing we call it Kid City, and we have like a little train station, a little print shop, and a little ice cream shop, and uh, a bunch of little things. We have the city hall where everybody meets, and we kind of have these motifs uh, up and down the hallway to, you know, to cast. So, so it's fascinating for the kids to come when they come. It's a really cool experience. The uh, the big room we call it Wisdom Workshop, and uh, we wanted to kind of have a a word, uh, you know, that really. Uh, kind of went got it across that we are we are here to really help you know develop wisdom and so when we talk to the parents we say hey if you want to come over and be with your children you come over to wisdom workshop it sort of sets a tone that it's different than like a you know gymnasium or something you know along that line so dedicated rooms is something uh, that has worked really good for us during that Sunday morning time um, also one of the things that we have is, and I've mentioned this before in other podcasts, is we do character-based training. Uh, so our curriculum is character-based, and we have our, uh, our values that we teach. And we have taken these values, and uh, these are not original with us. I got some of this from uh, a book called Think Orange. And uh, Orange, it's, it, it's uh, interesting, just an interesting book written by a guy named Reggie Joyner. Uh, but anyway, the, the whole concept of orange is the, the idea of red and yellow mixed together make orange. And the, the red is the passion of the family. The yellow is the light of the church. And, and uh, some of that put them together. And the church and the family together uh, can serve in a way that is better um, really better than either could do by themselves. The parents need the church, the church needs the families. Uh, it just really works well. And it is a concept that we have long believed in. And uh, when we stumbled across the Think Orange, uh, that's the name of the book, when we came across that book, it was like, that is... That's what we're doing, and uh, so we borrowed some of their ideas. We took three of their main ideas that we use for teaching children, and we put them 
uh, everywhere, like on plaques, so that everybody can see them all the time. So we have a uh, one that says, I can trust God no matter what. Okay, so that is painted on a, on a sign, and that is in every room because we want our kids uh, to learn how to trust God no matter what. So I can trust God no matter what. The second one is I need to make the wise choice. Okay, so we're teaching kids always to make the wise choice. And then the third one is I need to treat others the way I want to be treated. And this is all a uh, set of thoughts that comes from uh, Luke 2.52, where Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. And the orange people uh, think orange people have a curriculum that we have used for a while, and we adapt it quite a bit, uh, but it's called 252 Basic. And I believe you can actually just go to 252basic.com and find some of their things. It is... uh, uh, like I say, pretty adaptable curriculum, but it's character-based and it has those values. So every one of those values are in our rooms, every one of our rooms. So when you have people, they're teaching, they can always turn and point to the sign. In fact, our kids, you know, say the things out loud. I mean, it's it's really uh, kind of cool to sort of have that type of, of thought. And this goes back to the curriculum thing. We are not, we don't really want to teach uh, the kids, the entire, try to have a scope and sequence of teaching the entire Bible uh, over a, a 12-year period. We aren't going to have the kids for 12 years. Statistically, that is just about uh, impossible. Uh, it doesn't hardly ever happen that you have them that way. We want to make sure we teach the kids the right values. And so we're going to teach them uh, to trust God no matter what. We're going to teach them to make the wise choice. And we're going to teach them to treat others the way they want to be treated. And there's dozens and dozens of Bible lessons uh, that uh, validate and, and sort of support all of that. So we're teaching New Testament stuff all the time. And uh, it is just really a, a, a great thing. So um, <clears throat> that is uh, the other the, the one last thing that I mentioned is just, these whole you thing, if you really want to be attractional to parents, you need to have uh, a, a level of coordination with the adults that really is uh, a little bit different than other churches. So many times our kids will learn some songs. We'll have the kids go into the church service and sing the songs. Many times after one of our day camps, we'll keep the kids in the service and they will watch all the a video that we present uh, about the kids having a day camp. There's just all sorts of different things that you want to do, but you want to get the children and the parents together uh, as much as possible. And as mentioned on another podcast, we have a way for parents uh, to come into the children's program uh, on a regular basis uh, and just be be right there and do uh, do stuff with the kids, and that works great too. So that is our Sunday morning structure. Again, it ends approximately at... Uh, one hour after it stops. Uh, the one thing that we do have uh, that is kind of a, an important aspect, I don't want to miss this, is besides having an early arriver, our Sunday school teachers uh, are taught to hold on to the children and they do not um, they, they, they do not just release the children when church is over and all the kids go running back into the adult area. We want those moms and dads that have come and, and you know, got their kids there and 
all that. We want those moms and dads to be able to talk with other moms and dads and counsel with our pastoral staff and all of those kind of things. We want that to happen uh, at the end of the service. We look at that as a very valuable uh, piece of our service. And so our teachers, our Sunday school teachers, keep our kids and they stay in there. Uh, and we have a couple teens that go over and help and they run some little games and do some stuff. But our children stay after up to 30 minutes afterwards and the parents come and pick them up. Now, if it were an average teacher, they'd go, oh, I wish I had kids, but they'd hurry up and pick their kids up, blah, blah, blah. And that sends a terrible message to the kids. For our kids uh, in our Sunday school, some of their, the fun times they have is, you know, without their parents playing games after Sunday school. And uh, not necessarily like review games, although we have done that at time. But, uh, but we have some little, uh, we did a hula hoop thing the other day, and we had a little uh, game on a video thing where a little frog jumped from a lily pad to a lily pad, and they had to jump. They had to kind of guess what was underneath the lily pad and some things like that. So a lot of fun things that you can do, but we have people that are trained to do that. And because we have lots of workers, uh, we're able to do that. In other words, that is that it works because of the way that we structured our, our thing. You may not have that structure yet or be ready to do that. Um, it is a big step to jump into that. Uh, but it is a great thing. So that is the training on how our Sunday mornings work. Um, You are always welcome to come out and visit. Uh, We would love to have you out here at Sinclair Baptist and see how that works. Uh, But it works excellent for reaching young families uh, because we're doing things at exactly the same time. The best kids program is at the same time as the best adult program. And uh, so that's uh, that's how it works. So uh, we're grateful for uh, having you here on the podcast. Again, this has been one of our long format editions. And uh, we'll be back to normal next week in our uh, more of the five-minute format. Uh, but thank you so much for uh, being with us. And if this is helpful, and I, I know um, for many of you, you ask about these things, so I know this is kind of what you're looking for. Um, if this is helpful, please, uh, you know, hit a share button there uh, on your podcast thing or, or, or at least give us a, a review there on iTunes uh, and pass on the word uh, to somebody else that, hey, there's some good stuff online that you can listen to that will help you to reach young families in your community. Our churches are growing older and grayer in so many ways, and it is important for us to make uh, church young again. And I'm very excited to be a leader in this movement and uh, be seeing things going go in a good direction so uh, if you have any kind of questions or comments you can leave those uh, below here in the podcast area or you can send your questions to info at reachkeep.com and we will get your uh, uh, get your uh, problem solved or at least we'll try to solve them we'll answer them the best we can so all right thank you so much for being with us today this is mr mike and i'm signing out
right, Mike back here in studio. Don't want to keep you long. This has been a little longer than normal, but uh, just want to say make sure you check in uh, next Monday morning. We've got our thing on character-based uh, training and uh, the actual content of what we are teaching our children in Sunday school. I know you're going to enjoy that. So uh, don't forget to take time to share this with a friend. Let other people know a podcast really catching on fire, and we appreciate it very much. Uh, take care. Adios.